All right, Dennis, welcome. We're live. I'm going to talk a little bit about revival tonight. But let's go ahead and open the word of prayer and give God thanks for what's happening around the world in regards to a renewal, awakening, revival, whatever term we want to use. Absolutely. So I'll, yep, I'll go ahead and open in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you. We thank you for what you're doing around the world. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy. Lord, we thank you for your love for humanity how your word says that we should repent and be ready for times of refreshing. So we thank you for this time of refreshing that the world is experiencing. And yet, Lord, we're very well aware to lips, open up our ears to hear what you're saying. We pray for people listening tonight that they may be renewed in their spirit. Lord, as you speak, as you challenge us, Lord, we thank you now in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 All right, Dennis. So, I, I, you know, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks. Tell me what, right. what you're hearing about revival around the world or maybe even in one location. I mean, it's happening everywhere. Yeah, um, I've been really focused on this area because this is where I am um, in the area God's called me to minister. And so I've been watching as the early stages of revival are just everywhere. Um, so. Uh, when I heard about the Asbury one, someone sent me some links and stuff. And so I've been looking at it. And it's interesting to see what's happening there as well. Yep, absolutely. So I'm paying attention just as much as you are. In fact, down there at James River Assembly of God, it appears that they've been going through quite some stuff over the last six, seven months. A lot of healings. A lot. Of, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been at least half a year or more. I, I thought it was closer to a year, year and a half, but I don't oh, know. That's well. it. Um, yeah, it's all over the place. I went to a um, dedication for a building uh, with the large fellowship here in the area. Uh, it used to be a bar and a hotel where people, you know, did all kinds of stuff. And now it's a uh, building that's dedicated to God and a brand new facility. Six people gave their hearts to the Lord that morning. Um, saw spiritual bondages broken. Um, just all the good stuff, you know. Wow, you know, that's exciting. You know, as I've been listening to Asbury, it's just a reminder, a couple things that I've noticed. Uh, one of the things that we have going for us today is we can look at social media and sort of mm -hmm. pinpoint a few things that maybe took place prior, during. And right. so there's a, a gentleman that came from Malaysia to the little town in Kentucky where Asbury is located eight years ago. And God told him to start praying. There's going to be a revival. Mm -hmm. He was faithful. And somebody has documented that because they're the one who bumped into this gentleman uh, eight years ago. And so okay. he was there uh, reliving the fact that God had given him a dream. In fact, in his testimony, he shares that he used to preach against dreams. And <laughs> yet here God gave him one. Be careful what you're preaching against because sometimes God will oh. teach us. Yeah, very often, actually, very often. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. it many times. <laughs> so that, that's fun to watch. But probably just as ironic as maybe four months ago. Um, Dutch Sheets had came, came live on a show or something, and he, he starts speaking about campuses around America having some form of uh, breakthrough. And one of the things he said that caught my attention was for campuses that will have something like this, the leadership will struggle a little bit. You know, do you keep it going? Mm -hmm. Do you stop it? I mean, how, how does it work? And so to watch Asbury sort of deal with that was fun mm -hmm. and fulfillment of the scripture. But at the same time, Maybe, oh, six days before something starts happening there, Francis Chan um, mm -hmm. was ready to do this Thursday 
the 200th Collegiate Day of Prayer. In other words, for 200 years, there's a day dedicated for collegiate prayer, prayer on campuses. Okay. And so he was getting ready um, to do this, announces it and said, let's be praying for revival at Asbury because we will actually be featuring Asbury University in this 200th day of prayer on the 23rd of this month, <laughs> this Thursday. And, and there right. it was. You know, so you can see all these intersections of believers uh, asking, some would say they're begging, but praying, pleading. Um, yeah, everything. Again, I, what I love watching the most about any form of awakening, revival, stirring of the spirit is an expectant heart by people. And, yeah. and I've always watched this, that if people maybe find out there's something happening at a, a church, they may drive hours expecting mm -hmm. something and God honors that expectation. And yeah. when, when that expectation shows up, it joins in with all these other people who have an expectation. Exactly. And so they may wait in line for hours to get in. This is not like going to your local church and talking with all your friends about the weather right. or kids, school. It's the same as like going to a concert or going to a football game or some kind of live event. There's that energy that's different than from watching it on TV. Exactly. And there's, you know, it's so fun, whether it was on the day of Pentecost, the many awakenings that have happened in time, revivals that when like-minded people come close to pro in proximity to one another and begin to believe, it just multiplies. Mm -hmm. It's like a you and I are from the north, so we know what a snowball going downhill, yeah. it starts getting momentum and builds and builds and builds. Yeah, and, I, always, I always make them too big. I couldn't lift them up on top of the other one because it was too yeah. big now, bigger than me. Yeah. But, um, yep. That's that yeah. good snowball effect. We don't want that. Yeah. And so we could talk to people from many different denominations, religious beliefs, and people would say, I remember going to Bible camp when I was a young boy or girl and mm. God touched my heart. He revived me. And King David says it so wonderfully in scripture when he, he talks about revival. It's really about reviving his heart according to the word of God. Lord, revive me again according to your word. And so you'll always find at the center of a good revival is the word of God. Yeah. The word of God is being shared. The word of God is being preached in some cases, most cases. And yet Jesus is the word. So at the center yeah. of every revival is Jesus himself coming in his splendor, coming in his glory. And then you, starts... being, being received, I think, um, is what I would say is a really strong aspect of that being received. Yep. Being received as him, being received for who he is. Um, and of course, we've had the privilege of being alive during some pretty, pretty cool revivals in our country. Um, you know, I made it down to the Brownsville revival down in Brownsville, Texas. That was just amazing. The Father's Day blessing in Toronto. I did go up and visit the church, but it was after. Um, so it was just little glowing embers of revival that people were around. And then the Smithton revival here in Missouri uh, it was pretty amazing and had a much stronger um focus and use um presence of the word of god um solid use of the word of god so it's still going i mean world revival church over there in kansas city but the city yeah uh, but it's neat so so at the asbury college you know and of course they have a history of revival and there's people traveling there um i don't really necessarily recommend it but it's like you said the enthusiasm oh but yeah what god is doing is he was preparing this uh, senior class that graduates what was it like 20 days or whatever it was but um 
the the young man that shared the message i don't know if you've watched it yet or not he was just going on romans 12 and they've been going through the book of romans and yeah. it was just uh an ability and a time where God just made his presence and love known to the students so that these individuals, as they're getting ready to go out in ministry, are actually going to be so much different Amen. than everybody else that's came out for ministry because that's what's needed at this time. And so it's really for the students. It's for them there. Uh, you know, you talked about the struggle of the leaders. Uh, from what I've heard, it's been handled very well. Um, and the next student that got up to actually teach something did Romans 13, because you know, like the next one that was supposed to be yeah. done and just continued that on. And, and I think that's the way it should be. You know, God's presence is there and powerful and real. Uh, I don't like the idea of calling it revival, though, because the revival is everywhere. It's all, at least where I am, I see it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I go into, you know, places at little Bible studies that, and all of a sudden there's grown men weeping, you know, and, and sharing the love of God and just, you know, joyous, joyous repentance, I think is what one person said about the spirit yeah. that's there right now at, at uh, Asbury. Like a, there's this kind of a heaviness of repentance of getting away from sin, but yet such a joy of his yeah. presence. You know, d what you just mentioned, um, Dennis, is exactly when I was a sinner, my wife would do really good at convicting me over everything I was doing wrong. Yeah. But when Jesus finally touched me, it was a sweet condemnation or a conviction of the spirit, Convic right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it conviction was more condemnation. Yeah, and yeah. yet she, she was trying to help me just like everybody does. And so that's what's so powerful about the spirit of the living God. And, and, and probably wasn't even wrong most of the time. <laughs> correct. She was right. I mean, my wife loved me. She, yeah. she was trying to help. And yet humans can't do what God can. Yeah. Um, we can point fingers. We can try and correct people. But when the spirit of the living God comes, it's a joy. It's, mm -hmm. uh, and when you, when you experience it, there's nothing like it. So if you're out there and you don't know what that joy is, oh boy, you're living in that cycle of guilt or shame or sin. And condemnation. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we, we implore you to uh, go talk to somebody. Um, yeah. You know, let the sweet, sweetness of Jesus's redemptive power touch your, your life and you'll be amazed. Now, Dennis, ironically as well, this Friday um, mm -hmm. will be the public airing at theaters of a movie called Jesus Revolution. Oh, yeah. And it's a it's the story of the 1970s Jesus people moving in Southern California. Which where Asbury was of part thousands. of that. Yeah. Uh, you're counted in in the 70s, I think it was. Was it 1970 oh, yeah. or just early 70s? With yeah, was, yeah. Yep, 1970, 71, 72 time frame. And it, it was interesting. Billy Graham was one of the few evangelists who supported it because it was uniquely <laughs> different. And, yeah. and people were getting changed. So what do you do? <laughs> yeah, they were getting redeemed, reformed, changed, and it spread to Dallas. And so it's just amazing how God works in these, what we call times of refreshing. And that's what Acts chapter three, verse 19 says, if we're, if we will repent, we'll be ready and prepared for the times of refreshing that will come. And so if you go back over the last couple of years, so many groups of people repenting of uh, certain things about, you know, things they believe that were incorrect. And now all of a sudden a time of refreshing comes and we're ready. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just fun to watch this all take place. 
In fact, uh, let's share the story a little bit. I'll give my my knowledge of it, and you can probably add more to it, Dennis. And that is the sure. Smithton, Missouri outpouring. And I, li yeah. I like that term outpouring, by the way. It, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't put a name like awakening, movement, or a revival, but it's an outpouring of the love of God in a fresh right. way. But but what happened there was Steve and Kathy Gray were the pastors of a little Assembly God church in Smithton, Missouri. And uh, things yeah, weren't... Um, I don't think they were AG. I oh, they weren't they... AG. Okay. I don't think they were AG. I mean, they've got connections there, but I don't think yep. that church was AG. Okay. But anyway, and, go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, the, things weren't going so well, and Steve just took off unannounced to his church, even his wife. And Kathy had to go to church the next next morning, Sunday. He took off on a Saturday. Go and explain to the church that Steve has left. Uh, everybody's shocked. Where did he go? <laughs> yeah, where do you, what happened to uh, him? Is right? he coming back? Uh... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so that afternoon, that Sunday afternoon, Steve calls his wife, Kathy, and says, I'm down in Brownsville, Florida, or Brownsville Assembly of God in Pensacola, Florida, and I've just been to the most refreshing, joyful service I've ever attended in my life. So she goes to church that night and say, good news, Steve, we know where he's at. And he oh, called no. <laughs> and said he's he's been in this best service of his entire life. The, the head board member of that little church gets up and said, wait a minute, why would our pastor have to go to another church to have the best church service of his life? And at that moment, all the board members repented, ran to the altar of whatever they were doing, uh, and more likely could have been gossip and other things. I don't know the details. And they all yeah. ran to the altar, and revival started there in Smithton, Missouri. And it wasn't that much uh, far off of the Brownsville revival happening time-wise. So the same thing we'll we'll yeah. see this as well, God, God God told him that he wanted them to have a revival, and Steve said, "Well, I can't be that." He says, "No, I don't want you to be it. I just want you to have it." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, yeah. oh if that's all, I just got to host it. I can do that." <laughs> it was a it was a church that was dead, um, and so he prayed, um, "God, uh, do you want me to do take this other position?" I think he had a really de decent offer. If I remember the story right, do you want me to take this decent place with the security for the family, or do you want me to take this church that's basically dead and they're ready to close it down? In Jesus' name, amen. You know, one of those kind of prayers. Yeah. And of course, said God said, "Well, I know what I would do," and he was like, "What?" He's like, yeah. "Raise the dead," and that's how he started at that church. So um, years ago, uh, around the time of Hurricane Katrina, I was at World Revival Church, and the Holy Spirit gave me a vision. And I shared it with Steve and Kathy and, and the folks there at World Revival Church up on stage. I've showed you a clip of it before. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit was showing me how, you know, it was time for the children of God to be manifest, to be birthed. You know, all the, the earthquakes, people look at these wars, all those things, you know, the chaos all around. And they think, oh, it's judgment. Oh, it's this. No, it's birth pains. Creation wants the children of God to be manifest. And this is yeah. it. This is the manifestation of God's children, and you're either going to be part of it or you're not. Uh, you don't have to go anywhere for it. You need to embrace him and love him and embrace uh, the message that, that the young man shared. I just watched it this morning from Asbury, the original message, and it was not dynamic. It was not emotion. It's the presence of God. Amen. But talked about how you need to receive God's love for you first. And then when you 
accept him accepting you, <laughs> then you can go and love others. Yeah, just amazing. So no different than Smithton, Missouri, starts out of Brownsville or Pensacola Revival. So will many others be birthed from what's happening at Asbury. And as you mentioned, the leadership's just doing an incredibly good job. In fact, if you uh, read the latest uh, memo by them, I think yesterday, that they'll stop the public uh, services now uh, mm. at the end of this week and let the students, um, they're there to study, they're there to get yep. their degree and learn. So they know it's about the young people, but I can't help but to think, you know, only watching the Jesus Revolution movie, studying mm -hmm. up on a little bit more, is the Gen Z generation we call today, these young people that are experiencing it are much like the hippies were back in the 70s. Yeah. Sort of like, uh, I don't get what you older people are talking about. You know, you just don't even seem happy in your religion anyway. And so, man, talk they about want something real. Yeah. Yeah. And so, boy, I don't know of a grandparent or parent that wouldn't send their son or daughter somewhere to say they need to be touched. And it's okay right. to say, I think it's fine to say it isn't going to happen at my church. Our church is religious or our church yeah. is just going through the motions and pray for, you know, the spark of the living God to come there as well. Right. Uh, you know, truth is awful powerful. You should know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Um, yeah. So no sense. Even if you're the anything. only one, even if yeah. you're the only one in the place, um, even if you're in prison, yeah. having the truth to hold on to the knowledge of him and embracing his embrace of you is, um, gives you a freedom and a joy that whatever you're going through, going, you know, yeah. the Father's love and, for and those being able to then help others. Yeah. And for those who know how to rejoice with others, I think a lot of times God is watching to see, can you rejoice with other people? Mm. Uh, and so my wife, Pam and I are just rejoicing over what's happening at Asbury, but yet we're yeah. rejoicing over maybe a hundred other movements around the world that we're seeing because we right. have the means to on social media. It's not about me or our church or so different. Yeah. Where I hang out. Um, and God is far greater than just one uh, gathering of people. So we're just delighted to see what's happening. <laughs> so here's where we're at, Mike. This is so cool because um, yeah. you get it. Uh, you know, God is digital. Always was, always yeah. will be. That's him. Um, and so the, the whole digital reality of God is catching up to the fact that we're actually able to interact now digitally with each other. And, and we're starting to get more and more away from the analog kind of world and more into the digital world. And it's all in this time that God's coming closer. So you have things like the Chosen series yep. that all of the powerful media, spiritual forces that could shut something like that down in the past can't shut it down anymore and now the words that start coming up you watch the word chosen the word yeah. out outpouring right yeah revival god holy spirit all these words all of a sudden they're flooding the internet they're going to come from every direction uh every latitude every time zone constantly constantly those words those focus and ultimately pointing to the word who is jesus god Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, that truth in the beginning was the word. And as we then are centered on that absolute truth, that's the one that got me. You yeah. rocked me on that one. I had to really kind of repent of that when you talked about absolute truth is absolute. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Oh, crap. 
Yeah, yeah. You're right. Apparently, I'm I'm looking at this wrong. Yeah, you know, you know, and when we watch what's happening in the world up to this, I mean, let me give you a couple examples. Would be, I don't watch the Grammys, um, uh, but I heard, you know, I didn't even listen to the song. Evidently, it was played called "Unholy," right? Yeah, but, I, I I don't know enough about it. Yeah, the fact is, the 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 reality that they were smart enough to call it "Unholy" indicates there's a holy, yeah. and there at Asbury's Chapel are the words holiness to our lord and so it was just like god will never be mocked the bible is pretty clear god cannot be mocked even though people think they're getting away with stuff or that they're uh this or that he's still the holy one and he doesn't mm -hmm. need to justify himself but he 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 proves himself uh time and time again so the over world is over. going through this incredible shaking and you know it breaks my heart to see what's happening in turkey Forty-five thousand people now have died in turkey yeah. and a lot of people don't know, but Turkey is the location of all seven churches mentioned in the New Testament, in the book of Revelation. They're in Turkey. So God is definitely shaking things. And yet to watch some of the uh, incredible stories of people still being saved over yeah. there in the rubble wow. after this many days. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, talk about being humble before God. When you know something like that's happening over on this side of the world and on this side of the world, people are rejoicing with what's happening in revival. There's a balance yeah. to it all. And it humbles us to say, Lord, you know, may my ears hear your voice. May my, oh, I see what you want us to see in these days that we're living in because we, we don't know. Uh, and especially if we're wealthy enough to be able to do what we're doing right now. Correct. Yep. We, we, we can hide up, hide our suffering for a while, but eventually uh, things, you know, get exposed for what they really are. And the, the truth is uh, faith, hope and love will remain. Everything else will be shaken. And Absolutely. so, yep. Okay. For me to say, Mike, where's your faith? Where's your love? Uh, where's your hope? And yeah, I, was, I was thinking of the uh, old Petra song, uh, Shaken, Shaken the yep. House. We I won't be shaken. Back in the 80s, yeah. Yep, I remember Everything that. that can be shaken will be shaken from within. Better have your house in order when the shaking begins. Yeah, good, good song. Um, so, in fact, the image behind me in my background represents uh, a tunnel uh, very similar in Chicago's airport. And one of my prayers is for the city of Chicago. Uh, my parents are from up in that area of the nation very hard hard area in many different ways oh, yeah. and yet god still loves people there he loves them in milwaukee he loves them no matter where they're at and so to watch uh revival break out it's one thing to see something happen at a bible college like just happened right pretty clean yeah. in a way miraculous but still pretty clean yeah and so i love giving the illustration of if you've got a maybe an old electrical circuit that has been disconnected for a while and you take and try and put the two wires together you'll get a big explosion because all this mm -hmm. crust has formed or corrosion has formed on each end of those wires and sure but if you take two brand new wires from the hardware store and touch them together with live electricity just a little spark so mm -hmm. when uh outpouring and awakening revival whatever term you want to use would happen into a very hardened area mm -hmm. right. uh, incredible things happen and that's what my my prayer is oh lord touch some of these cities that have been pretty hardened um yeah. 
about things and have mercy on people as well. And that's, you know. And, you know, if you live in a big city and you can move, you might want to do that. Unless yeah. God told you to be there. But, yeah. yeah, you never know. Uh, we're going to come to find out in this uh, situation in Turkey, many people had a dream uh, mm. to that maybe get out, go here instead, be over here instead. We're going to be interviewing somebody in the com next couple of days that's over there. And the earthquakes still continue over there. And and just pray yeah, for the people because once I know there's major... been a lot more a lot more dreams in the Middle East and different areas. Yeah, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what find out. Yeah, and so the people who've been in an earthquake, when they hear other ones, they just this terror comes over them, uh, sure. tormenting. And so you just keep praying for the people over there. Uh, we pray that God is revealed uh, throughout the world uh, there as well. Pray for Ukraine. Pray for Russia. And so again, I think, you know, if I, if I could say real candidly, uh, I'm so pleased for what happened at Asbury and is happening in other places. Yes, but absolutely. yet for something far greater to happen because of what mm -hmm. took place there, because the world needs help in so many different ways. And Jesus is the only answer uh, no. for the world that we find ourselves in. And so the more people that get excited about sharing the message of Jesus, who he is and what he's did for them, and other people, fresh stories. Uh, praise God, more and more people will come into the kingdom. Amen. Yeah, I was uh, at a group uh, with some, uh, a lot of mature believers, um, individuals that many of them have served in ministry and things like that. And um, one of them, their grandchild had was born premature and stuff. And so um, the chaplain was like, well, pray like it's your grandchild. Yep. And I think that's really what uh, my belief is and focuses for what the challenge for believers is right now is for us to pray like it's our child, like it's our grandchild, like it's our parent, like it's our, yep. you know, whoever it is that we have that love for to to be calling out to God for them individuals and saying that the enemy has no right to be taking them, no right. And I was talking to some parents yesterday that um the child is being coached and talked into how they have to break away from the parents because the parents are so you know evil because you know they don't let you wear anything you want to wear or whatever it is you know yeah really you know taking away that whole authority parents that all that rebellion and so um as believers we need to come against those spiritual forces know that our battle is not against flesh and blood it's Amen. against principalities and powers and to stand up and so you know i get to cheat here i can hang out with a bunch of uh, mature christians that, that know their stuff and know how to call down heaven so uh, that's what we're working on over here amen well dennis we're wrapping up on the half hour so why don't you go ahead and close us in a word of prayer pray for everyone listening to this yeah, yeah absolutely father i just thank you for your love uh, i thank you father that some small way um i'm able to understand you and believe you and hold on to you and father right now i pray for that one that's uh listening to your voice speaking through me right now that they just understand how much you love them that you are speaking to them out of a desire to bring them into your kingdom and to share an inheritance with them. 
And yeah, we all say the we're unworthy, but Father, let them just feel the worth because you said that they're worthy. Father, I thank you for the outpouring of your spirit that's happening all around. Um, help, Lord, each one that has been called to equip your church, to equip them with what they need for now, for today, not with old equipment, but with that which is new. Bring forth the teachers and the leaders and the mentors that have walked the walk and proven the truth of who you are, that your word is solid, cannot be shaken or moved. And I just thank you for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Dennis, what a wonderful time talking with you. And uh, we trust anybody listening, you're encouraged. You'll look up scripture. You'll look up some of the stuff that's happening around the world and rejoice with us. But yet, if you need Jesus, all you got to do is call upon the name of Jesus. Google the words, the ABCs of salvation. There'll be thousands of websites out there to tell you how to receive Jesus, that you could have the same joy in your heart. And you life. know him. You're never alone. Amen. Hey, God bless you, Dennis. Keep up the good work you're doing over there. God bless you, man. And I will talk to you next week or right. whenever. Blessings. <laughs> Bye. Bye.